Mm-hmm. Anyway, podcast back for another show on this episode. We're talking about another Epstein pal, Jess Staley. New allegations out against the former Barclays chief. We'll talk about Tucker Carlson and his first job offer since getting fired from Fox. Uh, there's a writer strike, Frankie. I will not be writing anything on this episode. So, so th- this show might be a little, little less than stellar today. Yes. Going on? Okay. Yes. Lower your expectations. Mm. Uh, my McDonald's McBuckle, McDebuckle. Damn it. Uh, Jamie Fox, <laughs> Kevin Costner, <laughs> Pedro Pascal, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All on this episode. With that guy right there, Frankie C, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay. Great. It's good. That's strike two, buddy. I just froze for like 45 minutes on a baseball field. They don't even get me started. Don't have kids. I froze. It's April. Right? Oh, my God. What health month is it? <laughs> Somebody better tell the weather because it is freezing out there. Uh, Jess Staley. We've talked about him sporadically. Uh, former Barclays chief. Uh, He's been accused of abusing women at Jeffrey Epstein's Virgin Islands retreat. This is according to a new court filing and ruling. Um, He was the private banking executive, uh, private banking chief at J.P. Morgan during the time when uh, Epstein had his money over there. He was alleged to have used aggressive force in his assault of an anonymous victim and informed her that he had Epstein's permission to do what he wanted to do to her. Oh, well, then what's the problem? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Freaking people, man. This is, you know, we've been talking about the U.S. Virgin Island cases. Frankie, see a lot here. Epstein's kind of boiled back up to the top of our podcast. Uh, This is the first direct accusation of assault against Staley. Uh, and really anybody in this little grouping of uh, court filings um, at the behest of Epstein. Um, This is all from Jed S. Rakoff following specific claims against Epstein's estate uh, that he's allowed to have moving forward, have moved forward. Uh, Staley, who is 66, admitted to having a friendship with Epstein, but has denied participating in sexual assaults on women trafficked by the disgraced financier. Uh, The filing... Uh, puts more pressure on J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon by allowing claims by multiple Jane Doe's and U.S. Virgin and the U.S. Virgin Islands, where Epstein had a house and a private island, to proceed. You know, we've been waiting for D- Dimon to uh, um, do his deposition, and that's going to be a big, a big part of this. Uh, U.S. I'm sorry, I this is it. The Virgin Island stuff got this all started, but this was actually filed in the Southern District of New York. Just to clarify, feel like I didn't say that right the first time. Um, I don't think you did. U.S. U.S. It would be the fifth thing I've gotten wrong on the podcast. That is three minutes old. It's only been three. Yeah, you're fine. 
<laughs> uh, U.S. District Judge Jed S. Rakoff wrote the claim of plaintiff, the government of the United States Virgin Islands, that defendant J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and A. knowingly benefited from participating in a sex trafficking venture remains part of this case. Um, Staley exchanged 1,200 emails with Epstein between 2008 and 2012. Now, you and I have known each other since the fourth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade? How many times do you... Th- I, we've been nowhere near 1,200 emails. I mean, that's ridiculous. I think ridiculous. I've emailed you five times in the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's I've, been... It's been, uh, I think... Two or three of them were the Metallica reactions. <laughs> that just, that's it. That are just fresh to our channel this week. Check out our YouTube channel. Link at anthonyonair.com, everybody. There you go. If you're into Metallica, Frank does an awesome job reacting to a couple of tracks off the new record. Yeah, I'm going to do more. Sorry, I'm a little behind, but I'm going to do more. All good. Uh, so 1,200 emails. That is a lot. Yes. That is a lot. I feel like... One is too many with this guy. Yeah. 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 By the way, 2008, again, that was the first time he was convicted and thrown in jail. So everybody knew publicly what he was up to after and this, 2008. And this all happened. The 1200 emails happened after that. After that moment. Right. Okay. That's right. That's right. Not good. No, it is not. Hey, keep bringing them out, baby. Uh, J.P. Morgan, I should mention, is separately suing uh, Jess Staley uh, because they claim that he concealed from the bank all he knew about Epstein. Now, oh, so they're thro- they're, thro- they're throwing it all on this guy. On this guy, but I don't know how you can do that when a Google search would have told you in 2008 that he was arrested for trafficking a minor. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how much you can really put on one person. Yeah. I, I mean, that's hard to, it's hard to keep that, you know, uh, that clients happening secret when it was everywhere. Uh, several court papers filed revealing a discussion between Epstein and Staley regarding Disney princesses in July of 2010 were revealed. Staley allegedly wrote to Epstein in one email, that was fun, say hi to Snow White. That just doesn't make me feel good. No. Epstein allegedly responded with, what character would you like next? Oh, boy. Staley responded by saying Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I don't know what any of this means, but it just feels awful. That just that doesn't sound good. Yeah. JP Morgan did not immediately comment today on the new revelations against Staley. Staley could not be reached, but his lawyer, Brendan Sullivan, who didn't immediately get back to the New York Post or several other outlets, has said in a letter to Judge Rakoff, the allegations against him are slanderous and the potential damages are astronomical. So, yeah, we should all use this moment to remind everybody these are allegations and these are just court filings. Yeah, until, you know, until they are. But right now, yeah, I guess it's allegedly and all that. Mm. Until 
you know, the uh, the trial and all and whatever goes on. Listen, fuck that. When you're talking about uh, Snow White and Beauty and the like, you that is there is no reason to talk in code. Yeah. Unless you're doing something horrific. Yeah, I don't I don't see them having like a you know, a birthday party with like characters or something. That doesn't sound like what they're talking about. <laughs> right. It's not a it's not a Snow White, you know, no. princess to bring to a party. No. Yeah. This this sounds this is all kinds of gross. All kinds of gross, my friend. All kinds of gross. Um here's the opposite of gross. Becoming a member. Can you tell the people about being a member, Frankie C? I can. So right below this video in on YouTube is the join button. Or if you go to anthonyonair.com, you see the join uh, the link and everything that you'll need is right there. Just uh, three different levels of membership. You pick the one that you like. Each level has a different amount of perks. Uh, you become a member and uh, you pay a low monthly fee, help support this podcast. And you get a little uh, stuff for yourself. You get some uh, uh, icons for the chat and everything. You get a little symbol that says you're a member. I got a lot of members in the in the chat right now. Um, and you get to be a part of the show because every now and then we bring our members on the show uh, as special guests. Um, yep, Bird, becoming a member is ungross like ice cream. <laughs> I would say I would categorize ice cream as ungross. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Is there a way? I mean, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, there's no gross ice cream. I've never had a bad ice cream. There's, there isn't a bad flavor out there. Mm, uh, mint chip. Oh, I love mint chip. Are you kidding? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, mint chip's great. Mm -mm. Um, that's that was like my favorite growing up. I used to whenever we went to like Carvel or something. Why is pistachio such a staple after Chinese food? I don't know. It's a good question. It's like it was like always offered at the Chinese food place that I went to as a kid. That and I and feel like pineapple. it's a staple. That and what? Right, cut up pineapple and with toothpicks in it. No, I never saw that. You never saw that? They said no. that yeah, even today I went. We went uh, a few weeks ago to a, a Chinese a Japanese place. Excuse me, and it was actually a Chinese Japanese. They they had both, and when they brought us the uh, the check i love how you thought oh i might have offended people yet every chinese place is japanese food and japanese and thai like they don't give a shit i feel like we're the only right? ones yeah i feel like we're the only ones like oh did i offend you whereas <laughs> they're like we we've got all the foods in asia like it's you know yeah, right. it does we're trying to move some product here we're we're fine whatever they want to do that's fine yeah but i get you know when we get the check there's a little plate diced up pineapple no I don't shit. Know what that is? Yeah, and that's not that's not new. I've been that that's been a anytime I sit down at a restaurant, an Asian restaurant, Chinese, Jap, whatever, Japanese. Um, yeah, even we went to a Korean restaurant. We used to have one over here uh, not too long ago. North Korean or South Korean? I'm not sure. Okay, and then get back uh, to me on it. More like middle, middle, middle mid Korean. Mid Korean. Wouldn't that be nice if Mid Korea just broke away and like we've had enough of your shit, the two of you? Yeah, we're just gonna be here. We just done our own thing. Holding, just doing this to you guys. Just, <laughs> just, hey, hey, hey! Everybody, calm down. Yeah, relax, everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, pineapple was a, is a big thing for dessert. God, um, I dream of living in a world, Frank, where we have a country of Mid Korea and everybody gets pineapple and pistachio ice cream after dinner. Just be sense. great. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a world I want to raise my kids in. 
that one day if uh you know if all goes well in the world and <laughs> maybe we, we'll we get keep, there yeah and we get a few more members on the show maybe that's uh that's, that's it what, that's what the future holds you know that's no. it so again become a member if you want to see a future filled with pistachio ice cream and pineapple yeah you know what the hell we're talking about anymore your membership will go towards designing the first flag for mid-korea which is going to be just a magical is there you think there's ever going to be a chance where north and south korea come together again and it's like just korea I don't know. Maybe. Well, that guy's got to die at some point. Don't you think after he dies, everybody's going to be like, what, what were you doing? Let's... What the hell was that? Yeah. I, I mean, we all it, just relax a little bit. It kind of started happening with uh, Castro, right? Remember, like, Castro, when he Castro, died? Yeah, he died and everything's cool again. And then the brother, was it the brother that took over, Raul or whatever? Yeah. And he was kind of like, what, what have we been fighting about? <laughs> What's everybody? <laughs> uh, what, 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 what are we doing, guys? What, what are we arguing about? What are we doing? Yeah, it's been so yeah, long, I forgot. Everybody just relax. Yeah. Chill. What 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 are we doing? Stop it. Uh quick and poll in the quick poll in the chat. One if you have, two if you have not received pineapple after your Asian fusion dinner. Because I would love to know if that's a common thing that I because now I'm gonna go to all my local Asian fusion places and be like, why are you holding yeah. out on the pineapple on me? It only I've only ever had it. If you sit down at the restaurant, you can't not for takeout. They don't give it to you if, if you're taking home. Yeah, that would be pretty down, impossible. It comes with the check. Robin says no. I don't know. That's a nice uh Christine says no. That's a nice little ad, I gotta tell you. You get a nice little thing after dinner. I went to an Italian place in uh Jersey and the guy came over and brought like something. He's like, Yeah, hey, we've been working on this. Take take a taste. I was like, This is really nice. That's I was like, I, nice. I like what, this. What was it? It was just like a simple bruschetta, but he's like, he's like, the tomatoes are so in season here in Jersey. He's like, I've been enjoying this. So we, he's like, I did a little sun. The ninth time I've heard the term Jersey tomatoes. What the hell is tomato? Uh, that like the biggest thing in Jersey going right now? Yeah, because the state is such shit that tomatoes grow really well in there. So, you know what I mean? It's very well fertilized. Plus all the toxic swamps and stuff. Basically, yeah. That'll, that'll grow your tomatoes pretty big. It will. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Frankie C. Did you hear him shitting on um, the Fox News? Uh, what is their thing? Fox Nation? It's like their streaming service? No, I didn't hear this. Uh, you want to hear a little bit of it? Sure. I, I don't want to be a slave to Fox Nation, which I don't think that many people watch anyway. Um, we're going to, uh, because I, 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 you know, I'm like a representative of the American media now. Speaking to an exile in Romania and welcoming him back into the Brotherhood of Journalists. I don't know who they're talking about interviewing. Uh, I could look it up, but I really don't give a shit enough to know. But he, Does this this was after he got fired. No, this was before he got fired. Okay. So and and this leaked out. By the way, you could tell he fucked over some people because a lot of stuff is coming out. That means a lot of people who hated him is like, oh, I can put Just this on the internet. Some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, which listen, you don't get to the top without pissing off a few people. That's kind of what happens. I guess that's why most of the higher ups are kind of you know, yeah. jerks. What were you gonna did say? You, oh, I was gonna say, did you hear him talking about? Uh, was a thing that came out uh, where he's talking about 
he said, quote, and I'm paraphrasing this quote, but he said something about white people don't fight like that. Did you hear that quote? Uh, I read about it. I didn't hear yeah. him say it. I read about it as well. I think it was, I don't know if it was a text or what it was, but yeah, it was something about. Was he watching a good fighter at the time? Is that what happened? I don't know what it was. No, no. he was commenting about a news report about uh, someone. Oh, it was people beating up someone from Antifa, apparently. And it was, I heard and this. He was like, oh, you know, even though I hate the guy from Antifa, you know, this is somebody. I mean, he. He was getting fed up with the Trump people and what they were doing, yeah. too, at the same time, doing... right? Yes. Yeah, but then he threw he had to throw a, a racist fucking thing in there. You know, mm. White people don't fight like that. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, what are you, you're implying, obviously, that non-white people mm. do fight like that. He does have a little bit of a race issue. I'll give him, he has I'll a lot of bit of a race issue. Yeah. Yeah, but the majority of it, like if we go like 45 minutes, it's going to be for Fox Nation. But nobody's going to watch it on Fox Nation. Nobody watches Fox Nation because the site sucks. So I'd really like to just put the dump the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but anyway, that's just my view. Um, uh, I'm just frustrated with the, in, it, it's hard to use that site. I don't know why they're not fixing it. It's driving me insane. And they're like making like, lifetime movies but they don't they don't work on the infrastructure of the site like what it's crazy and it drives me crazy because it's like we're doing all this extra work and no one can find it it's i gotta tell you as much as i really don't enjoy him and i did not like how he lied to his own audience because i just think that's a bad ethic for a, a host forget all the politics frank scott issues all the politics stuff you can have that i'm more mad at a from a host well, it's perspective not just politics it's politics racism misogyny it's all of it yes uh, which you have a right to do. Um, but I kind of, I sympathize with him here a little bit because I understand like this is like every media company where some dick somewhere gets some fucking idea and now everybody has to push it and it could be the worst piss poor idea. And if I asked Frank to count to three and say one of the media companies that we worked for's name of this bad idea, we would both say the same thing at the exact same, exact same thing. Uh-huh. hundred percent. Now this, uh, this clip that you played seems weird to me because it sounds like he's recording himself. No. So he's, he's on the set. So it's his lapel mic from the show on the set, but he's on his cell phone. He's holding his cell phone, talking to somebody. So on he's off phone. air and he's just talking to someone on the side. And he's talking to somebody. Yeah. I probably should have set that up. Let's make that uh, mistake like, number seven for me. <laughs> but what, like, I guess, you know, anything you're saying when you put the mic on to when you don't, I guess it's all just recorded. Or that was just a selective, I, I should record this. Who, yeah. I, in the studio. Who knows if they were taping a segment and then he took the call in the middle of the thing. I don't know. Because he was, what he's talking about is, and again, I might be wrong about this. We have a couple of Tucker fans I know that are in the live chat sometimes. So correct me if I am, he was doing like a weird sh interview show for the streaming service before his nine o'clock show, mm -hmm. you know? So he would like record stuff that I, I want to say was in the morning. I feel like got played in the morning on Fox nation. And then he would play like little clips during his show. Cause he wanted people to see it, but like we've all been there. And what's bad is like a lot of the, traditional media companies like a Fox News, they just can't understand the internet. 
Like no matter how hard they try, they keep getting beat by smaller entities, you know, because of a variety of different reasons, but they just can't get it and they fail at it and they fail at it really, they do a really poor job at right. failing at it and trying to become a streaming thing. Like, I think, didn't they put like Roseanne's special on there on Fox Nation? And I mean, and this is not a uh, one side thing. Like, remember CNN Plus? Like, that was a, I, what did that last? 16 hours? Was it, oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was like one day. They added up for one day. It was one something, one month, one week, one day. I don't remember. It was awful. It was not, yeah, and then they took it down before it had a chance to do anything because they just had no faith in it or something. Yeah, these 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 things, they just can't, you know, they can't figure it out. And also, just stay in your lane. Just be Fox News, you know? Like, right. you don't have to start your own streaming service. We can barely tolerate your horseshit as it is coming over cable. Nobody is going to seek it out. And I think that's what... CNN and Fox News are learning about their brands. It's like, right? Your brand only does well one way. What was that thing that our friend said? In forty nine percent of Americans surveyed feel like they're independent. According to what survey? I don't know if the how legit that survey was. I don't know, but it feels it feels like it's low. To be honest with you, I honestly feel like there is eighty percent of this country that is here. And we're only listening to the ten percent of the crazies on either side. The loudest side. ones, because the ones that are here, are just living their lives and don't, you know, make noise. And and you're just hearing the loud ones. You're just hearing the people on either side on the, you know, that are, you know, making all the noise. Squeaky, what is it? The squeaky tire or squeaky wheel gets the oil or something? Or gets the grease? I don't know what the freaking. Thing yeah, is. Sounds like you made that up. That doesn't. I, sound I, I may have, but uh, that's that's what it is. But. I mean, as much as people, you know, I don't know how accurate that is because I, I feel I'm not very middle of the roadish these days. I used to. Yeah, be, you're part of the ten percent crazy. I was just referring I don't know to. If, uh, you know, that's. Tell you. But I, I'm not extreme extreme. I don't go to rallies. I don't do anything like that. I, um, but don't you? I I used to be very middle of the road, but then. One side became ridiculously extreme, in my opinion, and I said, "You know what? I can't. I can't. I don't like anything about that side anymore." That was it. Mm. There's nothing that. There's nothing on that side that uh, helps Americans, in my opinion. Uh, it, it just doesn't. It's not working for Americans. That's it. That's not my. Opinion. The last part of the Tucker story is that Tucker got a hundred million dollar offer from Valuetainment. Have you ever heard of Valuetainment? Uh, no, that like, sounds like uh, some like weird porn site or something. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It sounds like a new QVC. A that's, that's what it sounds like to me, like a home shopping network. It sounds like a strip club that like no one goes to anymore. I got a whole set of bowls from Valuetainment. It's great. Oh, that does that sounds nice actually. It does sound like a strip club. You're right. Yours was better than mine. No, yours was good. Um I forget who the guy is, but it's some dude. He's got it's like a podcast and he's got this thing and, and he blew up by being a dick and now people like he still has numbers. And so he offered the Tucker a hundred million and stock in the company and blah blah blah. I'm talking about it because I thought it was a good move. Somebody had to step up and offer him something to get their name out there. And this guy rode this little coattail wave because he's not going to do that. If anything, he's going to just start his own fucking thing. And 
hundred million. I was like a hundred million. It was like stock options. Like oh, it was like ownership in the company here. Hundred million over five years, which is low for Tucker. An equity stake in Valuetainment, president of Valuetainment, and a board seat. Uh, his own podcast and daily weekly shows, uh, and an offer to make documentaries and movies. Who won? I mean, that's like the new thing. Like, let's like make documentaries and movies about bullshit together. I can't tell you how little, how like low my interest would be in a Tucker Carlson fucking documentary that he made. Well, the Daily Wire by Ben Shapiro, like he's doing all that stuff, and nobody who's fucking seen that shit really. Ben Shapiro, yeah, fucking piece of shit. Anyway, let's talk about my McDonald's McDebacle. You you skipped over writer strike. We'll get to it. Nobody gives a shit. They're not going anywhere. Not settling anytime soon. Uh, Our dear friend of ours, Frankie C, is to blame for the the horrible position that I was put in today. You're blaming a friend of ours for this position. Okay, what happened? Yes, but I'm excited because we get to have him on the podcast, and we've known him for a really long time, and this is a thrill. guest. So for all the AOA holes out there, please give a warm welcome to our own Puffy. This is very exciting to add Puffy to the mix. I didn't I didn't realize I was about to be blamed for something. You said, you, you, you said hey, you want to come on my fun podcast? Let's have a fun old time. Welcome Let's to the show, buddy. The ride. It's going to be awesome. No, you you intro me by saying you're going to blame me for something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't want to tell you all the blame stuff in the beginning. I thought. Yeah, you really, I don't know if I would have said yes to coming on so fast. Hi, Frankie C. How That's are you? How... At least you probably still love me. I do. Yeah, I haven't blamed you for anything yet. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I don't know what yeah. he's gonna blame you for. I know. I'm not, I'm not so sure either. I mean, I mean, the McDonald's thing. I I know you're you're very you were very excited about this. Uh, the sauce is that what we're talking about? Up oh, there, it is the Big oh, Mac sauce. You're just rubbing salt in the wound. You're rubbing Big Mac salt in the wound. <laughs> That's probably painful. What did I do? Well, well, first let me let me bring up your career, your steam career. Um, yeah. For people who don't know, don't live in the New York area, legendary radio personality here. Legendary. Um, producer of the legends about you. The Hollywood Steve Harper and Maria Morning Show, right? On WBLI. Back in the early 2000s, yes. WOR Morning Show producer. Who is, you had like 16 people there. What, it was like a rotating door. Who is it again? Was Gamble? Ed, Ed, no, at the time it was Ed Walsh and Donna Hanover, Giuliani's ex. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever meet Giuliani? No. Matter of fact, anytime Giuliani was running for president at the time, and anytime he was a, a topic of conversation, she had to excuse herself from the room. Oh my God. I think that was part of the divorce settlement. <laughs> what else? Do you have any other esteemed uh, credits that I'm leaving out? I, mean, I met you, you know, when we Aww. worked together, when we worked together, both of you at the Long Island Radio Group. What a sweetheart wow, you are. Name dropping. Very nice. And then, and then back at BLI. And now I run a college radio station, WHPC in Nassau Community College. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> that was not a paid plug, sir. No, yeah. sorry. We'll put a thing in the description for you. I don't know. McDonald's didn't pay for what's about to happen either. And I don't know if they <laughs> want to. So let's go. Yeah, this All could right. be positive or negative. I don't know what's about to happen. I Listen, I first of all, I think Puffy is doing a disservice to the world by not having his own fast food blog slash podcast right i mean that is all, an idea all of my fast food news comes from puffy don't think i haven't thought of it you should as, do it as long as we've known you 
I've you've got been the microphone. The food, yeah. The foodie of the of the group. You you're yeah. the guy. We never we worked together. We always Puffy, where are we going for lunch? What's what's on the menu today? What are we doing? Remember why guy. why why did we always go to mall food courts for lunch? That was a great idea. Puffy's Playground. Puffy's Playground, we called it, because I would get a hamburger from this place, the fries from this place, the breadsticks <laughs> from the other place, and the ice cream from that place. Never one, never, eat, one, never one meal from one place. You're wasting your money if you do that. What's the point <laughs> of a food court if you're not courting around? Genius. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you could only learn from someone you know, from someone you know close. You, you get this stuff here. Here, you know, yeah, this is... and, and don't get me started with coupons anyway. Back to McDonald's, no, but it was great working with you every day, Puffy, because it would be every day lunch was like a main, t- it didn't matter what was happening, it was like, What's lunch? We haven't, we haven't worked talks. together in like a dozen years, and you look like you've lost a hundred pounds. Is that my fault? <laughs> <laughs> I was at my heaviest with Puffy, that's true, that's very, very true. All right, no so Puffy. Though. So Puffy goes on and on about this. Now they're doing this new thing at McDonald's where they're giving you the Big Mac sauce. There you there go. Is. As like That's a, a sweet and sour or a barbecue for dunking in the nuggets. Mm-hmm. Or the fries. Or the fries. They charge you if you want it for the fries. That's the scam. Anyway, keep going. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a scam component to this, Frank. Uh, you don't follow Puffy's blog. That's the problem. You got to get in there. <laughs> We, see now that you're a part of you know that you're on the show, I'm aware of it now. So now yeah. I have to mm-hmm. now I have to sign up for the blog. So I, I had baseball with the kid like really late today. No time to cook dinner. So I said we'll just get you know we'll go pick up something. So I go to McDonald's to get the kid Happy Meals, which is their standard, and I decide I'll get a, a McNugget meal too, so I could try the sauce because the hold the thing up there, Puff. It looks very fancy. It's like. It's very yes, it's like silver and metallic. Like this is their regular, but which is not too fancy, but it's like there's a brand here. That looks like like you shouldn't be having this. It's special, it's limited, it's something that only employees have, you know, like the way they that looks like it's only available on the space station. Yes. Yes. So I order like a 20 piece of McNugget just so I could dunk the stupid thing. Here's the McNuggets. And I look in the bag to get the sauce. And this is what I'm handed. What 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 is that? Is that like Big Mac sauce that was given to you from the kitchen? Yes. Oh. Yes. And I, mean, I feel like I have a lawsuit on my hands. I mean, I hope they didn't charge you for that because there are some McDonald's that are charging even though you bought it with McNuggets. Tell the people, like you're very upset at that. But yeah. Puffy called out by location on it his thing. I, because I found out, and the, the way I found out is I I went on the app and I said I want the Big Mac sauce, and it was saying plus seventy five cents, plus seventy five cents, plus. I'm like, I'm not paying two and a quarter for sauce. Seventy five cents. And then I realized I was in the wrong location because it, it it kind of gives you an automatic location based on where you are. And I'm like, no, I'm going to pick it up at the Wanta store, which is near where I live. So I switched it to Wanta. And the 225 disappeared like that. Wow. So certain owners, you know, because they're each McDonald's is individually owned and operated. Some owners are charging extra for this but glorious like a, blue cup. The prices have to be set by the main thing. Like you can't charge eight dollars for a Big Mac here and six dollars for they, a Big Mac there. Can oh, you? they can. I oh, guess they if you're like do. in Times Square, you can charge more. As a matter of fact, on the app, if you change the location, it even says, check your prices. Prices may have changed. 
Oh, um, wow. So, now here's my, question to you, here's my question to you. Here's my question to you, oh glorious podcast host who hates me right now. Um, did you order those 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 luxurious happy meals with the app, or did you go through the drive through or the counter? I did all the ordering through the app. Okay, that, that is that is the requirements. You see, I do know everything about this. I am. I app. got that from you, by the way. I was like, let me order through the app to um, make sure I get this, and I'll I get I would I would take this podcast. I would take a picture of that sauce. I would tweet it. I would Instagram it. I would youtube it i would whatever social media network elon musk owns next it and uh i <laughs> he, would I, wait, oh, they gave you three of them how I, and you did you pay for those no uh, so what, wait is, what's the complaint then but i, I as i think like i got three because i think they the felt bad stuff. it's not the real stuff i wish but that's I could put what they're putting but that's put what they're putting on the the big no, neck no this is what i'm this is what's bothering me Go i don't it. know what factory in new jersey puffy <laughs> sauce was made in that's a good point this was mixed here and i like as soon as i dunked in i go oh this is too pickly like i don't think i got the accurate <laughs> representation you think they're, they're mixing on site no i mean i i you know I, I another part of my resume you didn't tell the people is i am a former mcdonald's employee <laughs> I, I forgot the, all about that in the mid 90s i worked at the plainview mcdonald's in long island new york um, and they, in those days, I assume it's the same, the Big Mac sauce and the tartar sauce and all the sauces for the kitchen came in these long tubes. You had to put the tube in this special gun-like thing and it squirts it out onto the buns. So what they probably did was give you a squirt sounds, in the cup. Sounds dirty when I say it like that, but they squirted your cups. <laughs> That's what she said. They squirted no. your cups and I, you're I mad like that your cup got pre-squirted. But here's Wouldn't what I'm that saying. Be good though, I feel like that's the that's the way that's what you no. want. You want what they put on the, no. on the burger. Because I think no matter I know it's the same recipe, but I feel like wherever that's being packaged is different than when it's going in the little tube that's going to be shot in my cup. There's got to you know. There's got to be something different about the uh, pre-mixed. You know. Yeah. But how do you know? I, you I, haven't I, tried that one. I don't. I don't, which I, was I, the same I wish, thing. I wish I could put it through the computer and give it to you right now. Would it, it make burns, you jealous if I opened this and drank it right now? It burns my ass. Well, I'm going to ask know. Puffy, like, <laughs> did, what did you think about that package sauce? Did it taste It tasted. Good? It tasted good. I, I, I enjoyed it. My kids enjoyed it. My kids never even had a Big Mac, but I said, here, try this. Um, and it tasted good to me. Did it taste exactly like a Big Mac? I, I would say it's close, if not exact, but, that, but you're right. I think you've been gypped. Thank you. I don't know. I, I, I don't. You're disagreeing I, with an right expert now. in the field. I, I understand. I understand you're the expert, but you got three packets of it for free, and you pay. Oh, you, you almost paid for it. You didn't. I pay. almost paid for it, but I did not. But pay you got for three it. packets of what they were actually going to put on a Big Mac. Like mm -hmm. if if you ordered a, did you order a Big Mac? Did anybody order no. a Big Mac? No. Okay, well, if you did. That's what we, you would have gotten on the on the sandwich. No, if I was going to order a Big Mac. I need a second mortgage. You see how expensive those things are. <laughs> they are. I know what's going on with McDonald's you gotta lately. Just stick and now minimum wage in New York is going up next year, so the Big Mac's going to double in price. It's going to be a mess. You got to so, go dollar menu to to make out any any kind of to come. Ahead. I am kind of jealous that you got the official Big Mac sauce. Like, which is more official, the Big Mac sauce that goes on the Big Mac? Thank or you. the or the official Big Mac sauce. So then I you think, didn't get chipped. No, I think you got the real deal. And now I feel like my ass has been burned because I'm not going back to try again. Oh, but maybe you just have to try a different location. And I feel like I'm gonna miss out on that sauce forever now because I'm never gonna I'm not going. Here, How long is this around the, for? 
while supplies last, my friend. Oh, it's Jesus, like this podcast, while supplies last. Hey. <laughs> so here's the question. Don't they sell the Big Mac sauce in like a squeeze thing like ketchup? No. No. This is the I first it's... time it's ever been offered as a condiment. That's, that's no, 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 like in, in supermarkets. Oh, no, I don't think no. so. It's not like Chick-fil-A sauce, which is now on the shelf. I think I could have sworn not that long ago uh, we saw a story that they had the Big Mac sauce on shelves like ketchup. If I, I, it's, Am I wrong? I, I'm you, looking you've that blown up. my mind if that's even a real thing. I'm mm. looking that up. <laughs> uh, Bird, I love when fast food employees squirt in a cup and throw it in my bag. That's mm -hmm. good. Uh, nice. Paul with a good point. Even glory holes have free sauce. That's true. That's true. McDonald's tried to charge you for something you can get for free at a glory hole. That's very. Okay. Here's here's. Okay. So Walmart, this was back uh, December of uh, 2020. Walmart sells a secret sauce that tastes just like the Big Mac sauce. So okay. it's not it the Big Mac sauce. That's not the official sauce. And no, anything that happened in 2020 doesn't count anyway. I guess that's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've basically just taken that whole year out of my memory bank. Yeah, same with, here. Maybe with some outside help, but that's another story. <laughs> I've had a little too much Big Mac sauce, if you can't tell. Uh, here we go. I'm from... jealous and drinking this right now. I'm going to do it. You should do, do it. Are you going to do a shot of Big Mac sauce? Why not? Hold that. Hold that. Yeah. Oh, oh see that? I'm just jealous. Can you show us? I got some like... on my nose. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> It's not good straight. Okay. Yeah. How, how pickly is it? Is it too um, pickly? It's it's tangy. Is it like a tartar? Tangy tart. tartar sauce? It's tarts. It's not like tartar. Oh. I, I don't recommend doing what I just did. That is, uh, <laughs> if children are watching, please don't do this at home. Instant regret. That is that is very regretful. I wow. thought would I would you put that on a reg on something else. Like you bring that home, you're making food at home. Like would you put that on like a why not? Know, like on a steak or something? It's better than A1. Mm. MCD1. That's a bold statement. I, MCD1 is pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I feel like I, I thought I would have loved it a lot more. Like I was pretty excited about it. You're grossing me out a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. What, do you know me? Oh, God. I apologize you didn't get the real stuff, but I, I'm almost a little jealous that you got the real stuff. That's what I'm going to say. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I, I don't, don't know. You got chipped it. Look how much you got, too. You got you you to. Why don't you put it up on eBay and see if it has any value? I wonder. Think I could move this around for okay. a couple Anybody bucks? Anybody watching right now, how much would you give Anthony for a cup of his uh, sauce? Special sauce. <laughs> Special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, here's what you do. You start online and you trade and you get you, you ever see these people that trade up to like bigger things? Oh, yeah. You start with one thing and you eventually get other things. It's almost like going to a carnival and getting three small prizes for a big one. Exactly. There was a woman not too long ago who started with a paperclip and traded mm -hmm. her way up to I feel like it was like a mobile home or something. She did like a million. A car, yeah, not a million. Was it a car? Uh, yeah. Clip. So she started with paperclip. Then she traded for like uh something equally small but maybe a little more valuable and just keep going up and up and up and up uh and eventually she got from a paperclip to like a car it was insane doesn't this tell you though that this it's this has become so popular that they've run out like that particular store ran out and i just feel like they lied to you they should have said well we don't have it in the cup would you like the unofficial official 
official yeah. unofficial sauce but i feel like it's this it's got to be the same it's it's all like that's saying it's saying and, mcdonald's and, and, ketchup if they gave you mcdonald's ketchup in a cup like that or they gave it to you in the little packet that's the same ketchup no, no i don't think so i think it's slightly different and you know this is safer the way it was packaged like you don't know what 16 year old put their sauce in the cup Ex yes and see what puffy know, just did when he dipped his finger in that's yeah. what some guy did just before he sealed yeah. that up i that hope it was I hope it was his finger. That same guy. <laughs> Me too, buddy. <laughs> also made all your food. Yeah, you're talking true. about the sauce, but your burger has been packaged and, and put together by the you same take, guy. You take for granted that they're changing their gloves and stuff, but they're not. Mm -mm. As long no, as they're, they're not in the gloves. But just maybe that's why it tastes so delicious and we keep going back. They can't keep the sauce in house. You think they can keep gloves, uh, you know, stocked? I'm not so sure. PPE 2020 all over again. Here we go again. <sighs> Tell are they me wearing about masks? It. Are they are they are, are they, they sneezing? Masks? <laughs> are they sneezing in my food? I don't know. I'm gonna enjoy my sauce. Thanks for inviting me on. Listen, what's uh last two questions? What's the best thing you've had from fast food recently? And what's something that you're looking forward to? Is anything coming Ooh. out? I mean, I haven't heard of what's coming. I mean, McDonald's staying on that topic. They, there was that article about a week or two where they're changing the recipe of their hamburgers. Did, did you guys see that? What? I saw that. Yeah. But they're now going to like the smush. Very similar to White Castle. They're going to smush the onions right into the meat while it's on the grill and change the buns. And I don't know. And now it's going to talk to you. I have no idea what the next thing is. Is but, it still going to um, be two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun? Yeah, but the onions are going to be like packed in there. So if you're a kind of person that says no onions, I don't even know if that's going to be an option anymore. Oh, that's so why would you say no onions? Please tell me you guys are onion guys. I say no onion. Well, no, I don't say it. I just never <laughs> order the thing that has onions on it. Oh, my God. I'm None of the burgers guy. that I've ordered. They I don't didn't know your co-host was a child. Yeah. Yeah, hey, big time. Quick question. Have you tried PDQ? Oh, so I love PDQ. Big sponsor of my radio station, too. WHPC. Plug, plug, plug. Um, no, PDQ is good. I, I do enjoy yeah. their, the chicken tenders. I'm a big right, chicken good. tender. Their sauces come the way your sauce was given to you at McDonald's. They don't have to package sauces. They do all their sauces in-house, which is strange and cool at the same time, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, for them, I, them, I appreciate it. So what's the problem? It's the same thing. They give you those cups with the lid on it. It's the same thing. It's just different. I I, I don't know because McDonald's is a lower class. Like PDQ is like it not is upper class. Yeah. Those those chickens went to college. Yes. All right. Yeah. Get some smart birds in there. All right. <laughs> All right uh, so what was the best I mean, thing? The, the, the best thing I've had recently, uh, fast food wise, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, it uh, it's got to be. Uh, have you tried the ghost pepper wings from Popeyes? No. Ooh. If you like spicy, they are good. Yeah. Like they Puffy sound approved. a little too spicy. It, it they're spicier probably than their regular chicken, the regular spicy chicken. Um they are called ghost pepper, but they're not like your your mouth isn't on fire afterwards. Like I'll 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 tell you that, but it was it's tasty and and uh they're on sale with the app as well, so I re I recommend that. And where is what is this? Wingstop? Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes. Okay. Love that I've, chicken from Popeyes. I don't think I've ever eaten at Popeyes. Love that podcast from this. What? You you got to appreciate a fast food place that is daring enough to serve shrimp. That's what I love about Popeyes. <laughs> That's got you got some balls there. How do you? Yeah. How are they storing it? How long is it lasting? 
They're like they're like not afraid to go near shrimp. Like Chipotle, which is like higher end, is like we cannot handle the seafood. But Popeyes is like fuck it, we could do it. <laughs> you can't get shrimp on your burrito in uh, Chipotle. There's no there's no seafood there. Uh, see, that's the next uh, move. You're right. You're probably right. There is no seafood there. Other yeah. Mexican places I've been to, like you know, like uh, have had it, but not the chain ones. You're right. Do you want to know why it goes bad? It makes people sick very quickly. But Popeyes is not concerned with this. Yeah, but you're in Chipotle <laughs> anyway. What's the, what are you worried about? You take a risk. You take a risk when you eat most fast food anyway. <laughs> yeah, you really are. <laughs> I'm ready to shit myself already from two nuggets. All right. Um, <laughs> we don't have to keep Puffy here for the gross details. Puffy. <laughs> Puff, thank you so Pleasure much. Pleasure being here, guys. Thanks for inviting me on. It's Great been a thrill. You, Next time something big breaks in the in the food world, I would love to have you back on. Please, anytime you give me an excuse to eat, I'm there. Well, you know how the algorithm is like giving you people more that you interact with? Like my whole page is Puffy posts. It's all his food escapades. Mm. And then he puts like a picture of his kids up there or his wife. And I'm like, eh, get back to the, what's good about you. Right. Go yeah, to the, right the food thing. That's, that's why my wife married me. Yeah. Uh, no, your wife is the best thing that ever happened to you. But I'm saying I like I don't like seeing too much content about your wife because she makes me feel bad for how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Whatever. There's something. About you, like, oh, no, 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 no. It's always like yeah, Jackie did this and Jackie yeah. solved this problem. And Jackie's yeah. a doctor of, you You're know, curing all kinds that. of things. Nope. I can't did, even. Did you hear she uh, found the cure for world peace yesterday? Did she? Yeah. I'm, I'm, how do you think I can afford that small TV back there? I was going to say it's a huge TV back there. It looks pretty no. big in your camera frame. No, no, it's probably only about 20 inches. It's a bigger than part. most things in my life. And I'll leave it there. Have a great <laughs> night, everybody. <laughs> Puffy, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much, Puff. I appreciate it, bud. Bye, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. All right, there he goes. I tell you what, it was, it was good to have a funny co-host on for a little while, wasn't it? That was nice. A little, a little, you know, it gave me a break. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of holding up this show. God, you know so what else? I breathing room. You know what else I loved about Puffy? It wasn't like, oh, did I tell you about my friend who did this, or oh, I know I have a friend who did that. You know, this is nice to hear. That's true, and it, all, it wasn't. Oh, all my friends are idiots, and uh, I got to go to this stupid party. Yeah, and I got to complain about my life every two seconds. It wasn't that either, so that's good. Also, Puffy said goodbye before he left. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> gotta have, you know, see, all these, whenever we do another food segment, we gotta bring Puffy on. He's the, he's the best. He's the guy. We go yeah, on. he's literally the best. Uh, we should have asked him if he ever put his hand in cum on the subway. <laughs> like Janine yeah, did. Yeah, Janine did do that. <laughs> we throw a blonde wig on Puffy, I think we were all right. We just, oh, we just, spit an image. We, yeah, people wouldn't have known as a different person. Yeah. Just keep it rolling. Would have been great. Really would have been great. All right, what um, are we up to here? Writer strike, my friend. The writers have stricken. Yes. Struck, stroke. The writers got had a stroke. <laughs> That's right. Um, it has been a while. Do you remember the last time we had a writer strike? Um, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like maybe what four or five years ago. I swear to God, it was one of the golden eras of television when they just decided to stop writing it. I was kind of like, I enjoy this a lot more than when they have writers. A lot made a lot more room for what reality shows and cooking shows and. Well, that was a problem. But the late night shows didn't have any writers, and I don't know if you remember this, but Conan O'Brien like grew his first. It was his first time he grew a beard and was just doing all these really weird, odd like sketches and 
you know. Yeah, but just, who was putting that together? Well, he was. Just him, but him, and probably Andy. Yeah, yeah, and I don't even know how much because, and they would basically just be riffing because I don't think he, which I think is still writing. I I kind of said this. Yeah. To, I feel like I said this to you a couple of shows ago, and you got you gave me a weird look. This well, is writing. I don't think it's writing. Writing is premeditated. I feel. I think that's what Conan used as an excuse to not like upset his fellow writers, but. Yeah, if he um, just goes out there and, and, like you said, like he just riffs and talks like this, like just talk about a topic or something and try to make it, you know, entertaining. I don't think that's writing. Um, if you plan jokes out and you have scripts and cue cards and all that, that I feel like that's writing. I think it's writing because, and also, like, I don't want to tell people this because I'd be like, wow, the show should be better. But some of the things that I put in here are pre, oh, <laughs> they're, they're written. No, 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 no. Why would you say that? You have to come on here and say we put no effort, and if it's funny, it's off the it's off the you know the talent. That's the off the cuff stuff. Robin Puffy had normal nips. <laughs> Did you watch the last? Oh well, you heard the story from Janine about her. Oh yeah, nipples. big fat nips. Yeah, <laughs> she earned herself a new nickname. Puffy had normal nips. <laughs> that we know of. We I thought. Seen Puffy. I thought we had a good rapport with him, and I didn't realize what it was. And now I know. I was not distracted by his nipple size. That's what it is. His big, fat nips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, t- you went through the whole story with that. That was uh, that was something. Poor Janine. Yeah. Uh, Janine, by the way, who had me laughing, she's in Florida. And uh, she landed in Florida and was like, I don't know. I feel like I need to buy a gun. What did she say? What was her line? Something about buying a gun or something. No, I've been on the ground for like an hour. I already have a gun and a, this yeah. and a- pretty funny that's pretty good see she got to save that stuff for the podcast she's not she's funnier in texts i don't know she's great in texts bring on the show it's like where's that magic no stop it no she's good oh you're not you're allowed to rip on her but i can't i i bought bought a gun i want to be here for a few hours that's right um well anyway so anyway i just i remember like just Conan having to fill an hour without writers, and I just thought it was so much fun. I I just love the spontaneity and the, you know, the whole. And I'm not saying that. Uh, look, I, writers are important. You need writers; they make they make the world go round. They really do. Um, Absolutely. But every now and then, an off the cuff improv show where, you know, it's just freestyle, no no script, no plan. That can be fun. It's kind of nice. What we do. Yeah, it's kind of nice. See, if you look to the right of your screen that's our script for the most part yeah the rough outline right we don't you know but that's it yeah that's that's what we're working off that's all we got yeah i don't even know what the stories are until you say them (laughs) that's true pedro pascal i have no idea what that's gonna be I remember one time, I think it was like a year or so into the podcast, I go, do you want to know what the topics are before the show? And you said, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'll quit right now, you bitch. Yeah. You said. Was my exact words. You said, didn't I tell you not to talk to me before we start the show? (laughs) How dare you? It's in my contract. No talking to me until you hit fucking record. Um, so the writer strike is back, and I think we're in. I think we're in for a long one because uh, summertime is the is like the least productive time in the television schedule. You know, because usually a lot of the shows are already written, you know, or they're taping. Yeah. And 
But, scripts are know. done and in, you know, their summer programming is a lot less strenuous than fall yeah, with sweeps true. and all that stuff. So I think we could be sitting through this writer strike until September. That could be, but I feel like the, the shows that are making the biggest headlines with this writer strike are the, the late night shows, which continue throughout the, throughout the summer, don't they? I mean, they, true. they don't, they don't take off uh, yes. very long. Unless and, you're Jimmy Kimmel. He took off last summer, I think. Did he take off the whole summer? Um, well, yeah, I people mean, were mad. All right. So now here's my question. I don't. I'm not. Call me, you know, ignorant, whatever it is, but I, I don't understand. All right. So it's a writers' union. They're complaining that they don't get enough pay. They get, but isn't their pay dictated by each individual company? Like if I work for Fallon, mm. I would complain to Fallon's higher ups that i'm get, not getting enough pay you, true yes um and they're not all paid the same but they do have a minimum which is usually what the the unions are providing providing a minimum amount of time off a minimum pay right, or a pay so, scale like you have to be here when you start you have to be measly making this much in five years there is a you yeah there is a lot of union it doesn't feel like there should be but the writers guild of america is is a union like any other union. Like they have oh, to have certain like breaks, time off, like all that kind of stuff. That's what they so negotiate. What are their demands? Do we know what they're asking for? Like, is it a pay raise? Is it a more, it's the usual. Usual stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. their, so their gripe would be with the union, wouldn't it? Like, Hey union up our minimum pay. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So it's not really with their employer. No, no, no. The union is fighting with all the... With the people in the union. Correct. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Okay. So that's basically what it is. It's 11,500... Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. The WGA, the screenwriters, these are mostly the Writers movie people. Guild of America. Yeah. Um, members are refusing to work after the Hollywood studios failed to agree on a new three-year contract. The writers want pay increases and other benefits, so it's typical stuff. But eleven thousand five hundred members. Um, I and feel like if you're if you're the head of the, let's say I'm the head of the writers' union, what skin off my back that would it be to just go? All right, the minimum pay is now this. Like it doesn't cost me anything; it costs your employers, doesn't it? Yeah, but the employers, the studios, the they have to work it out with. Each with individual per, each individual yeah. network correct that's annoying yeah See, that's it's the it's the deal. it's the union it's the writers and the writers guild versus the studios but i feel like the writers are battle i thought the writers were battling the union no for the union to make the wages higher no 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 the union's on their side the union they voted so to then, go on strike so then why wouldn't the union just say, by the way, this is what it is. Right in ballot because they're hardcore people. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It wasn't like they called for that vote anyway. vocally. Anyway. Okay. So, all right. So the union says you, you made this. Now we want you to make this and all the networks are going no. Right. And that's, and that's why the union is like, all right, we're on strike. Got it. Correct. Right. Yeah, like I even think like if you're I think they have rules like I think it's just like construction unions where it's like if you're doing a show that is producing this much content, 
you need to staff this many union writers. And it also guarantees them a job like from the union, meaning like you can't just hire your buddy to, you know, and pay him nothing or you can't just like lowball people with pay. Because it's one of those industries, like much like radio, where it's like you have people working for free because they just want the opportunity, and then nobody will make a living because as soon as somebody starts making a little bit of money, they get fired, and then they bring in somebody else, right. you know, so on and so forth. So, I got you. yeah. Uh, by the way, they authorized the strike, the writers did, with 98% support. So 98% wow. of the union was like, yeah, fuck those people. The other two were like, Man, I'm just here for the free sandwich to this union meeting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about a strike. Well, I can't remember, but I feel like last time a couple of people crossed the picket line. But I, I might be mistaken about that. But they also, like Conan and all of them, they got criticized for continuing to do shows because they felt like, you know, because here's the other thing, too, that's coming up. Now all the writers are looking at all the actors going well, you better not do anything because that's crossing the picket line. Because although they're not in the Writers Guild, they are in their own unions. Yeah, but I mean, they could do things, but they can't do what? They can't do anything that's written by writers. They're saying like, if, you, if you're really a union person, if you're with the union, you won't go and right. do something, you know, in this time. You'll stand with us and you'll also not, you know, not work. Right. So that that heat is starting to get turned up as, a little bit as well too. Yeah, and I saw a lot of actors. You know, there were some actors that are on the literally on the picket line with with the writers. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I saw Rob Lowe was out there picketing, just stand, you know, doing uh, doing his part, I guess. And yeah, well, talentless hacks like him need to need writers to be successful. So man, shot at Rob Lowe. Yeah, that's not. I actually really like Rob Lowe. I was just trying to make a joke. Yeah, that was, that was uncalled for. Jamie Foxx broke his silence, Frank, and it is the worst silence breaking you could have. Uh oh. Everybody wants to know what happened to him, right? Right. He just comes out and says, and I quote, this was on his Instagram, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed, and a couple of emojis. It's like, tell us what happened, asshole. Like I almost I almost like wish to stroke on him again for this nice. poor. And well, I was angry. I, I was curious to know what happened. You know, I'm a curious person. That's true. So, can't fault you for that. For wishing yeah. a stroke on someone. I got mad at him, and then I got, and then I was like, "Eh, he's smart because he's gonna wait till somebody like pays him a boatload of money, like sixty minutes or one of those fucking places to do a big interview." And... Yeah, do the big interview exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm grabbing my my wife is here. Uh, Kevin Costner's divorce. What was the thing? She, now she follows. Oh, is that right? Oh, his wife cheated on him. Well, my wife follows this woman on TikTok or doesn't follow, but sees all her stuff. And she's always doing these blind items, which means she's got no factual information. Right. Well, the blind items, from what I understand, is here's a story, but we're not telling you who it's about. Right, but also because most of the time it there's no like second source to back it up. It's just right. like some it's, rumor, it's rumor that somebody heard. Right, and she said that this woman said like, "Oh, somebody on the Yellowstone cast is gonna what was it? Get divorced or is he is having trouble?" 
Oh, so that's right. Somebody who works on Yellowstone got somebody who works on set pregnant. Yikes. And then the news broke that Kevin Costner was getting a divorce. Everybody was like, oh, Costner was banging the craft services lady. Oh, boy. But now he's saying he never cheated. And what he's saying that she cheated 19 years they were married for. That's fucked up. You think that's why the writers are striking? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But that whole shit, remember we talked the, the other week about him and the showrunner weren't getting along and they were, they, that's, that's why right. they were ending the show or something. They were going to no, end no, it. He's off of it. He, he, I think they will keep, they're going to keep going, but without him. Without Kevin Costner? From what I understand. But he's an executive producer, or was it the other way around? They got rid of the showrunner to keep, because he's an executive producer on that show. Yeah, but from what I heard, Co- I'd heard Costner was out and they were going to do another season without him or I don't know how many. Is that a blind item that you heard? Yeah, that's a blind item because it might be a rumor. Got it. Yeah, so not not confirmed. But I don't know who the who the wife is. I don't know who Kevin Costner's wife is or was. But how do you cheat on Kevin Costner? Unless he's banging some craft services. I'm souring on Kevin Costner because the last time Cuddles filled in for you, she said that she thought he was handsome. So now I kind of feel like he's not that great of an actor. I got a little pissed off. Well, you're a jealous bastard. Yeah. I used to watch Draft Day all the time. It was like one of my favorite movies. And she's like, you want to put Draft Day on? And I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. I don't want to even look at this piece I, of shit anymore. Was it you? I think I think you, for a little while, was a, you were obsessed with Tin Cup? Yeah, yeah, probably, back in the day. Yeah, when Tin Cup was big. Tin Cup, was yeah. movie. I feel like that's all you talked about. Yeah, yeah. You were a little obsessed with that. We go I mean, back a long ways with Costner. Hey, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Bull Durham. Field, of, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Dances with Wolves. He's in a lot of big ones. A lot of big ones. The Untouchables is probably one of his best. That's another good one. But, you know which one I really love him in? 13 Days. You ever see 13 Days? No. It's about Kennedy and the Bay of Pigs and all that kind of stuff. The blockade. The How many Cuba. Kennedy movies is he going to do? I don't know. Wasn't he JFK too? Or? I think so, yeah. Kennedy and baseball movies. He can't fucking turn down. You That's put it. a put a movie like that in front of him he's gonna say yes we should write a, a kennedy a base, baseball movie about with kennedy in it somehow in the multiverse where they he goes into the multiverse and then that one kennedy's yeah. a baseball player now we're uh pitching for the era uh, new york yankees yeah and yeah and that, i think we have costner play kennedy i could see that I could see and johnny that. bench is becomes president that's the whole it's it's like a weird thing man hollywood see writers we could write he gets traded from boston where you know he got drafted to the yankees and it's a whole fucking thing kevin costa's got to figure it out i'm in i am there who wouldn't want to see that fucking water world paul is so good water world water world remember people shit on water world but i'll watch i'll sit down and watch fucking two and a half hours of water world to this day when i see like a crumpled piece of paper like this i go paper paper Paper. Have you ever seen paper? <laughs> That's a, that guy. He's a, he's a that guy. Have you see, yeah. you go, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, you don't know his name. No. But he's in a lot of shit. And you go, oh, yeah, that guy. He was in Entourage. I still don't know his fucking name. He played, I think he played himself. I'm not he sure. He might not even have a name. but He might he's not. A, he's just, hey, the guy from Waterworld. Paper. Yeah. Paper. <laughs> um... Fucking bodyguard. I don't know what it is, but every yeah, bodyguard, every woman I come across in the last like three or four weeks, 
tells me how hot Kevin Costner was in Bodyguard. You got to stop coming across women. I know. I know. It's like one of those things that's oddly being... Not oddly. I think because everybody's talking about Yellowstone. So it's like... He's also Superman's dad. That's right. Yeah, he was Superman's dad. Plus he did some kind of... U.S. mail movie, post post office movie. Out the of Postman was that Postman. it? Yeah, I think that was that. I think that was one of them snoozers. Feel the dreams, yeah. All right, while Cuddles is still still here, the but will you stop? Fucking, <laughs> did you hear? Her? I I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> she's that's it. She's uh, she's revved up. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> um, Pedro Pascal is another blind item, right? What did you hear now that he's gay? Oh, that's right. Okay. That Pedro Pascal is gay. This is the same girl, the same blind item woman. So she says that Pedro Pascal is gay and he's banging um, Bradley Cooper. Allegedly. Allegedly. I think that, aren't they in a movie? Maybe not gay, but he might swing both ways in there in a relationship. Okay, all right. Well, listen, he he's doing a movie where he plays a uh, he's in a gay relationship. Another gay cowboy movie. It's fucking right, Brokeback Mountain without the mountain. Right. It's just Brokeback. It's just Brokeback. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, that's that's cool. Bareback Pedro, I think, was the working title, but they went in another direction at the end of the day. That's. Yeah, good good move. Yeah. I got to tell you something. I, and this is probably why I'm not an actor, I could not commit to a role where I was making out with another dude all movie long. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm not one of those people that is like, I, I do it for the craft. I, I wouldn't, it's the same thing if I were like, hey, we got this great war movie where you got to like crawl around in dirt and I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do I it. I said, what was it, $10 million? Three months of work. If I was trying to make it, then yeah. Like, imagine, okay, you remember Vito on The Sopranos? I don't know what his real name is. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like you find, like, a mob role, I feel like is a dream of a lifetime because this is every mob movie and TV show. (sighs) Forget about it. You're kidding me cut all right great go home every like you're sitting in a nice outfit in a nice place there's nice call like everything you know there's probably some gabagol within 10 10 feet of you yeah there's no easier acting than a mob movie you know every now and then you got to shoot something but that's really like i don't think pesci broke a fucking sweat on the set of goodfellas you know outside of the kicking scene he didn't really do much not a lot of moving around Right, and no real, no real stretch in character. Yeah, you know he's he's played that role how many times already? Right, exactly. They never go to fucking who is the guy who played Lincoln? Um, uh, what's his name? What the hell is his name? Day. What's his fucking Daniel Daniel Day Lewis? They never go to Daniel Day Lewis to play the mobster. They always go to fucking. Well, he played a mobster in uh, what was that? Fucking Manhattan, something. Yeah, but listen, what what happens all the time? Oh, we're casting a mob film. Do you want to go to New York's? Do you want to go to New York's 
uh, most acclaimed acting school, or should we just cast that bouncer over there at the nightclub? They're like, let's That's get the bouncer. It It'll yeah. be fine. It'll we be just, great. Should we just walk through Brooklyn and just pick up a few people and put them in the movie? Sure. Yeah, that's it. Every fucking great mob actor is like, what'd you do before this? I was a fucking bouncer in Brooklyn. They're like, yeah, yeah you get it. Yeah. So, that's but like, I, I think about him all the time when he's like, oh my God, I finally made it. I'm on the Sopranos. I could fucking sit there and eat a sandwich and smoke a cigar and pretend like I'm drinking a whiskey. And then they're like, oh, hey, we have this whole gay arc for you. Like, I would imagine he would have been like, like this could have been so much easier, you know, for me to, like, they say, they say Gandolfini, like, if you ask anybody, like he was in every episode. And yeah. so the physical toll that took on him, like Silvio, like, like that's all he had to do every episode. He'd come in, he'd have three scenes where he was like, yeah. and that's it, he he's done. I think he had a dance with, what's her name, for like ten, for like 30 seconds, but that, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's the role I want. I don't want Gandolfini's role. You want the Silvio role. I want the easy. I don't oh, want. No, to... I'm thinking of uh, who is his uh, his driver for a little bit. Tony Saragusa. No, the the guy with the ponytail. Oh, uh, what's the guy with the ponytail's name? <laughs> On the Sopranos, what was his name? The guy from Italy. Furio. 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 That's what when you said Silvio, I said I thought it was. Silvio. Yeah, I was mixing them up. Yeah, that's a good role because you just hey, yo, forget about it. But like, but like, okay, so if I'm if I'm the guy on The Sopranos and they're like, you got to make out with a dude, I'm like, I will make out with a dude to stay on The Sopranos. I get that because I'm just trying to make it. But when you're at Pedro Pascal level, you know, and he's he's coming into his own as like the man, but he was kind of getting there like a year ago. I don't know if I would have taken a role of like crawling in mud or kissing dudes or fucking, you know, I wouldn't want to. Maybe uh, listen, as it would, an actor, they they just do the role. I mean, they they. I don't have to tell you. Or like gain fifteen pounds, or like lose thirty five pounds. Go fuck yourself. Look at what's his name, Christian Bale. The the shit he's done with with. Losing weight, he was down to a skeleton, and then he put on a million pounds to play. Uh, what's his name? Like um, in Vice, Pre- Vice, you know, when he was in Vice. That's right. Yeah, I'd be like, put, just put me in a fat suit, and then they'd get me in the fat suit. I'd be like, you know what? This movie's not for me altogether. I can't. <laughs> That's it. Shut it down. Or Top Gun. If they, if I'm an established, if I'm Pedro Pascal, and they're like, do you want to be in Top Gun? And I'm like, is he gonna make me get in a plane and fly it for three months? Yeah. Then go fuck yourself. I want nothing to do with that. I'm not you going to be in Top Gun. I'm not going to boot camp to learn how to shoot a gun. Like none of this fucking. Bo- <laughs> like just point the camera at me. I'll I'll pretend like I'm a soldier and we'll fucking go home. I don't need to go to fucking boot camp to get the experience. Man, your your war movie would be the lowest budget. <laughs> It'd be you sitting in a chair for for, for three, two hours. They'd be like, yeah, we're got- at fucking war. What do you want? <laughs> bang bang shooting <laughs> here we go we're at war what do yeah. you want to see you're like and you get this one you're gonna run across the field you're gonna dive by the rock you're gonna shoot get up i would be like all right what if let me just throw something at you what if i sit in the chair and, and i an explosion but <laughs> it's nowhere ex- near me yeah 
but I take out a rocket launcher and I just fire it into the, you know, and I kill them all. They'd be like, yeah, this is World War One. We didn't have like solo rocket launchers on soldiers. Yeah, and I'll be like, was... they did in the multiverse. That's a good point. That would be my answer for any snack. I'd be like, but in the, mul but if this is a multiverse movie. Right. Or you go, listen, I don't want to take a job away from a really talented stunt person. You just, you film a wide shot and you get the stunt person to do any kind of movement. Right. You know? uh, Paul's got a great question. So is the Mandalorian gay? Yes, I think so. I can confirm uh, that. Blind the item. Of the man, it depends on... Blind item. That's another thing. Oh, we got a great role for you. You got to wear this fucking helmet. Go fuck yourself. I'm not wearing... Get somebody else to wear the helmet and run around. You want to wear a helmet? What's wrong with wearing a helmet? When they take the helmet off and sit down and say a line, that's I'll be in that scene. That's the one where I'll do. Until then, if the character's wearing a helmet... I ain't doing that part. That could be a fucking stunt you double. Stand and just walking around and you just yeah. dub your voice over it. Yeah. I wonder how many scenes, besides the stunt ones, are actually him standing there in the in the costume. Yeah, because what what is that your acting? Is is that your character doing that in a certain way? Go fuck yourself. He, he does have a certain swagger to him. I don't know. And that that's another thing. The Last of Us. If they offered me that part, I'd be like, fuck you. Like, stand out here in the cold with dirt and pretend like, uh, you know, and I'm fucking. Because you could see the smoke. They were in fucking cold locations. No. I'm sure once no, they yelled, thank cut, you. they walked over to their trailer or whatever, a tent, and they were perfectly fine. It's still miserable, though. That is a miserable. Dude, I was outside. It's May, and I was outside at 630, and I was, like, miserable. I can't Why? be. I got to tell you, my advice for you then is just don't be an actor because you're not going to find, you know, the per unless, you know, it would be good. It would be like theater. Your whole thing is on one stage. Yeah. You don't have much by way of physical. Yes. You know, unless you're in Spider-Man, which I don't see you being Spider-Man. No. So I think you'd be good maybe doing a stage thing. That's another thing. CGI and wires and James Cameron with the fucking dots on you. Yeah, I don't think so. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to be in your fucking Avatar movie. But what if it's like $10 million, three months, we put some dots on your face and you wear a blue suit? Yeah, they're in tanks swimming around and all this shit. Like, you think the guy in Avatar looks back at True Lies and was like, why couldn't I be in that fucking James Cameron movie? That was that seemed like a good time. Yeah, but True Lies, that was a lot of action. A lot of running around and riding a horse and a motorcycle and the fucking on the bridges and blowing shit up. <laughs> did he ride a horse into an elevator? That was a good he scene. He did. I remember that being like the what was talked about for that whole, like that summer. That was like, holy shit, Arnold Schwarzenegger rode a horse through a hotel. That was like the big thing that everybody talked about. And now it's like, yeah, that was fun. Honestly, no bullshit. Was that the best Schwarzenegger movie? I know everybody's going to say like Terminator or, you know, I, I True Lies. True Lies it feels really high up there. I think if, yeah, it's, I mean, there's a lot of really like of classic Schwarzeneggers like Predator is up there. I think Terminator is great. But as a Schwarzenegger movie, Terminator 2 would be better than 1. I Way think. better. Uh, Let me ask you a question. About showcasing Schwarzenegger's acting. I mean, in Terminator, he just had to be like, I am a T-1000. 
you know, and he had very deadpan because he was very had to be robotic. Right. So, yeah, great movie. But if you're talking about showcasing Schwarzenegger, True Lies, I think you're right. With True Lies, Predator, Commando. Junior. Junior. <laughs> kindergarten Cop. The Kindergarten Cop was good. That's fucking great. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian. That was, that was one of the earlier ones. But I think True Lies is up there. You're right. When you take away the... All right, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you watched Terminator 1 or Predator? Because it has been decades since I've seen those movies. Terminator 1, it's been a while. But Predator, I've seen not that long ago. That's a great movie. Because they, they, they're always doing new Predator, Alien kind of movies. Um, but Predator is a great one. That, that It's worth another watch. You know, I never I liked it because of the... That little because of the predator, yeah. That sound, I don't care for that sound. <laughs> Why, what's wrong with that sound? That's another thing. I'd be on set, I'd be like, Is that the sound that he's gonna make all moving? Because I'm fucking, I'm out of here. Can you, is there a way to add that later? Because I don't want to have to listen to that through this whole thing. I'm gonna go back to the game movie to be honest with you. That's fucking driving me so crazy. Um, I know we're in the middle of the jungle, it's hot, there's mosquitoes, but that fucking sound. I can't deal with that this whole time. Yeah, that's another thing. Jungle. Yeah, fuck that. I'd be like, can't you get me a movie on Lake Cuomo in Italy? That's where I want to be. <laughs> a romantic comedy is where I need to live. That is uh, my. Give me Under the Tuscan Sun. We'll be fine. Fuck uh, you know, yeah. Bridges in Madison County. Sure. Yes. Put, put me in a nice setting with beautiful weather and just have me sitting in a chair all, the whole movie. Give me Waiting for Godot. Where I'm just sitting there, and we don't one set, one scene, dude. And we just that, filmed the fucking thing over two weeks. That was the best. Did you, you can't? Well, you went to that right in Malloy? Did you come to there. that for waiting for Godot when we took the train into the city? It was like a Malloy trip. It was a high school trip. No, I didn't go to that. You didn't go to that? No. In high school, because we went to high school, Frank and I in Queens. So quick train ride into the city. We took a train into the city and saw waiting for Godot. It was Christopher Lloyd. It was... Oh, why did I go to that? Tony Shaloub. Dude. And I always forget the third guy was just as big. And the fourth oh, guy was like already, nobody. You already got me. Dude. Why, why didn't I go to that? We get into the theater, and it's an off-Broadway. This was an off-Broadway production. I have to go back and search and see who was in this thing. We get in the theater. It is when I tell you a fucking gym mat on the floor, a rock, and a tree. That was the thing. And I, we were fucking 10 feet away from Christopher Lloyd. They go, get <laughs> Something's got to be done about your kids. <laughs> get the DeLorean. <laughs> um, when I tell you, like, you, we could see the spit coming out of their mouth. Yeah. There was so three rows know. of seats surrounding the whole gym mat. That was the fucking theater. It was the greatest acting I've ever seen. Fucking Christopher Lloyd, man. He's he's a legend. Unbelievable. Spoiler alert. That son of a bitch never shows up. I just want to, you know, I don't hate to ruin it for everybody, but. No, you know, if you're waiting for Godot, you're going to be waiting a while. It'll be a long time. Yeah. Uh, he waiting for Guffman? That was good. I don't remember that one. That's one of those uh, Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy movies that's right that's a christopher guy okay it was john totoro tony shalhoub and christopher lloyd oh man that's a lineup can you fucking believe that lineup 
why why was I not that? Why did I not go to that? I don't know. I could have sworn at the theater. Uh, no, I think it was like a English class. It was like a book reading thing. Yeah, I probably wasn't in, in that class. This wasn't Didn't we like read the book? I wasn't in your. I don't think I was in your class. Yeah, probably not. I was in the smart people class, yeah, and I was in the really smart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i don't even know what year well this was high school so it was probably That's like 90 late 90s october 29th 1998 was when this article was written about the show so it was around our birthdays and you didn't take me you fuck no you know <laughs> that is kind of fucked up now that i think about it all right frankie see we got to wrap up rock and roll hall of fame yes sir who got uh started? They announced the inductees. Here they are. Uh, in the performer category, Kate Bush. Just because of uh, Stranger Things, that, that whole thing just brought right. her right back in. Right. I mean, that is not, oh, with all due respect to Kate Bush. It is a great song, though. You could li- that's it, a song. It's a wonderful listen, song. Watch Stranger Things, and you'll, you'll, you'll be just as hooked on that song as everybody else. It is a wonderful song, and she's had an amazing 30-year career of... She's had an Elvis Costello career where she's got great material and nobody knows who the fuck she really is. And now this one song comes through on Stranger Things and all of a sudden she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Come on. That's craziness. Have you seen... See, I watched The Chef or whatever the fuck that... Bear. I watched that. The Bear. I haven't watched a single second of Stranger Things. No, I have not. It's a good show. I know. I'm getting there though because we're Maisel and Succession is going to come to an end, and I think right after that, I'm going to go right into we're going to go right into Stranger Things. All right, that's the plan right now. Um, Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, good one, very good. Yeah, okay. Missy Elliott, nice. George Michael, great. Willie Nelson, big Willie. Rage Against the Machine. Wow. And The Spinners. Oh, how are The Spinners not in there already? Yeah, The Spinners are really good. The Spinners are incredible. The rubber band. A man. <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. Yeah, I don't think people realize how many like massive hits and iconic songs the fucking oh, the spinners, spinners have. Are unbelievable. The fact that they haven't been inducted already is is ridiculous. It is kind of heartbreaking. I'll be around, Rubber Band Man. Fucking love them. They're the, they're the best. Could it be I'm falling in love with you, baby? Um, working my way back to you. Working my way back to you, baby. Uh, then came you. Oh my God, the hits just don't don't stop with the spinners. I just don't know anybody who dominated the 70s as hard. It's them and the Bee Gees. Seriously. And I, I honestly, I think they're better than the Bee Gees. Yeah, they got more hits, I feel. I feel like they did. I'm just always going to go towards the funk band. I'm sorry. It's just... Hey, got to have the funk. Yeah. I mean, if I'm making a kid, the funk. I might go Bee Gees, but, you know, if I got to get some shit done. A little night fever? Yeah. Thanks. Um, so DJ Cool. People got snubbed. Yeah, people got snubbed. DJ Cool, Herc, and Link Ray are recipients of the Musical Influence Award. 
Chaka Khan, Al Cooper, and Bernie Taupin have been selected to receive the Musical Excellence Award. And this year's Ahmet Erdogan Award recipient is Don Cornelius. They come up with these other awards because they're like, you're not good enough to go into the Hall of Fame. But it's weird because then they give you the these awards and then they're like, oh, they're in the Hall of Fame. But not really, though. So then what? But they're in, they're in but they're, are they? Is that like, do these awards go to indu- people that are already inducted? No. Like Bernie Taupin is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is kind of bullshit because I feel like you can't really put Elton John in the Hall of Fame without putting the guy who wrote all his fucking lyrics well, in the yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's what. The, what are they doing over there? That's kind of fucking stupid. Mm. It's because it, it's like not interesting television to put like Bernie. You can't make Bernie Taupin, you know, perform. Yeah, that's fine. It should be like the Oscars. You got some categories that aren't televised or whatever you know they just they're in but you don't have to mention everybody that gets in but they're you know they're in maybe yeah. you mention them and it doesn't have to be a whole big to do yeah these guys are in those guys are in but here are the ones that are going to perform and be, make a big deal out of it. yeah that's ridiculous yeah he should be that he should be in definitely you think willie nelson gives a flying fuck all right like like do you, like Willie Nelson probably was like, "Who gives a shit? I'm not fucking going to Brooklyn." He'll go. You don't think he'll be there? I don't think he cares. He's like 95 or something. He's fucking done it all. What does he need to go to fucking? You know. I don't know, man. I feel like if I'm 95, and someone wants to induct me into something, I'm probably gonna show up. I don't know how many spinners are still alive, but assuming there are some, who closes that show out? I'd close. I'd. Hmm. Good question. I think we're going to say I'd the same thing. I'd open with the spinners, but I'd close with Rage. That's a great call. That's exactly I didn't think of the opening thing. That's a great call. I was going to say, you can't have, who's going to fucking follow Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, you can't. That energy, you want to you want to close with them. You throw a little, if Willie's going to perform, I don't know. Do all the inductees perform? If they go, and if they, they don't have to. Some of them go and accept, and they don't do anything. All right. All right. So if... The inductees are performing. Yeah, you open with spinners. You throw a little Kate Bush, a little Willie Nelson in there. Maybe a little... Uh, I could see... Um, what's her name? Missy Elliott doing a middle-of-the-show middle performance. Yeah. that be she was, She's always great. She I performs, like her a lot. When she performs, she puts on a show, and her songs are catchy and, and, and fun. I could see her doing the, the mid... Like the suit, the halftime. <laughs> Of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then you close with Rage Against the Machine doing a little uh, Bulls on Parade kind of action. Yeah. I like when Miss Elliott runs around stage in a hefty bag. That's my favorite. Could, you know, when you when you got a shtick, you, you stick with it. What's weird is a lot. And, and Missy's an, working, an artist. let me work it. Put my thing down, <laughs> flip it, and reverse it. That's what you got to do. A lot of these artists, like Missy, sample songs, and like sure. she's getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but the people who wrote the original songs, not so much. See, when you take the, the crap song and you turn it into a great song. That's true. That is true. I'm sure they're all good songs. All right, Frankie, see, that's it for us. You got anything else? Um, I'm good. Uh, there, were there people that are pissed that aren't in the the snubs? Who was, who was uh, expected to be in? Oh, yeah, I don't, uh, fuck, I had that list. You want to know, like, the biggest snubs? Hit me with the biggest snubs. Um, the, uh, I, I'll see who, 
I forgot who else was in the 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 category for Is this Cindy year. Cindy Lauper in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I feel like I thought I saw something where she was snubbed. I don't think so. Oh, that's right. The biggest snub, I, this is my opinion, the biggest snub from this year was the White Stripes. Because uh, I don't know, like, again, I have a lot of respect for Jack White, and when you, nobody, he kind of brought back that bluesy, riffy kind of shit that nobody really had. And I don't know, I just, when you think about seven nation army and the hardest button to butt like you start to think about the hits that they had little on the album cuts that were fucking great too the white stripes i th- i thought would have been one of those let's put them in on the first ballot kind of people I, don't know. I mean i feel like white stripes are great but i don't think they have i mean they have a few you know big songs but it's not like they're not on hall of fame level i don't think just yet well, I mean, uh, honestly, and no disrespect, because I think they all fuck. It's all warranted. Is Cheryl Crow really there? I mean, I think Cheryl gets in, but not within her first five or so ten years of eligibility. I don't think. And honestly, Rage, I put in the same category. Like, do I think they need to get there? Yeah, they kind of carved out this interesting rap rock niche, mm. and you know. Yeah, okay, listen, did we have to deal with Limp Bizkit in the wake of them? Sure, we did. We all had to live through that garbage. But you can't b- blame the first person who stormed the castle with whoever follows, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. Hey, listen, I don't know why. Why limit it? Just get, get put the white, what, is there like a certain number? They can only do a certain number every year? Yeah, they, just, put, just put them in two. Who cares? Why they, do we have to stick to a number? It's not like five. But I think they do have, like, they don't want to go too crazy. Like, okay, here, put this into perspective. Who do you think deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Rage Against the Machine or Soundgarden? Because Soundgarden got snubbed. And that's That's... a close, that's a close fucking call, if you ask me. Yeah. And again, like, if we're talking about 90s rock, like, you put Nirvana in in first ballot, deservingly so. I think Pearl Jam go in first ballot. That's well-deserved. Like, those are... The two bands from that era that like stand is Metallica in? Metallica's in. They're in there, yeah. Metallica, they those are head and shoulder bands from the nineties. When you get into the sound gardens and the rage against the machines and all that, it kind of I think you need to wait a little longer before you get in. I agree with that. Uh, I'll, I'll go along with that. That's why I think white stripes should be again. Did they are they Hall of Fame level? I mean, they're great. But like, it's either let if you're gonna let the white stripes in, you gotta let a, a bunch of other people in too. See, typically, traditionally, no, I would disagree. I would disagree with my own statement. I wouldn't put the white stripes in. But if you're gonna put fucking Cheryl Crow in, you know, you might as well put the white stripes in. Then, you know, I feel like Cheryl Crow was up there though. I mean, she's she's been around for decades, and she's got bunch of albums i don't know she's big success touring all over the place no she's phenomenal i love her you know um lots of you know lots of lots of big hits and i mean how many i feel like she's got more hits than white stripes you might be right about that you know i feel like she's up she's probably listen i love her shine over babylon she put out a couple years ago it's like one of her best songs ever she's still making great music 
I just don't know. I don't know if she's like rock and roll hall of fame, especially like when you start to look at some of the, you know, some of the people that are still not there that have been on the ballot and have been eligible for quite some time now, you know? Right. Um, okay. Here's consequence of sounds. 23 biggest snubs. Okay. Okay. White stripes is 23. There you go. Fiona Apple, 22. I don't agree with that. I feel like she's on the, I feel like she's on the Cheryl Crow level. Nah. She she had one, one or two songs. Cheryl Crow had like 10, but I agree. I I, I get what you're saying. Uh, 21 is Daft Punk, which I think is horrific. That's just awful. It shouldn't be anywhere near the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. All right. This is a good one. Oasis. Oasis. Yeah. I put Oasis. Style too. In that second way, like that's who should be following Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Metallica. After you get all those guys in, now we could take a look at Oasis. Yeah, I think so. Right. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, that's a snub. Number 19 is Nas. See, the thing is, I don't think anybody gives a shit about Nas outside of New York. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too familiar with this with Nas yeah stuff. unless you live in new york no i don't think, think nobody really knows Nas. uh outcast at 17 outcast alice in chains at 16 oh you gotta put alice in chains in i thought they were in already jane's addiction at 15 i disagree with that i i don't think jane's addiction is like they got a couple of couple two hits yeah a couple got? of hits uh the pixies yeah yeah we get it we heard jane said something you know (laughs) stop whining at me um the pixies at number 14 they've been snubbed for 11 years soundgarden has been snubbed for 12 i didn't realize it's been that long that's a long time yeah soundgarden the smiths i kind of hate this list (laughs) this is like a real i got snubbed too if you if we're we're talking about the smiths then yeah we you and i got snubbed yeah uh sonic youth no iron maiden at number 10 that's a big snub sorry but they were i mean they came before metallica and you know they might not be as big as metallica but they were doing it before they're kind of legendary 16 albums 19 years snubbed uh joy division Eh. stupid Devo, I, I have no respect for this list anymore. Uh, Devo, the fucking they did whip it. I I got a friend of mine who's a very dear friend. He's like, oh, you don't understand, man. Fucking D. I'm like, get away from me. It's whip it, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to hear anything else. It's all dog shit. Uh, Motorhead at seven. Motorhead. Oh, how is Motorhead not in there already? That's another. That's when, another band that inspired Metallica. 20 years snubbed yeah that's fucked up and, and he's he's gone lemmy lemmy's gone Sing. bjork at number see that's the other thing too these fucking guys die and then they never get to know they got into the hall of fame it sucks fucked up bjork at six television at five again that's a real yuppie uh i don't know television brian eno at four who brian eno um yeah, I could kind of see that. Brian Eno 
he produced Talking Heads, U2, Bowie, Coldplay. Okay, as a producer. Okay. As a producer, yeah. He's he's Those kind of names too. He's behind a lot of he was in Roxy Music. Oh, he was inducted with Roxy Music. Fuck this stupid list. This thing's false. <laughs> what list is this from? The consequences sound. They fucking suck. Uh Nick Drake at number three. Um okay, these are two big snubs. And I think number two is big. Warren Zevon should be in the goddamn Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Werewolves of London. Werewolves of London. Um, lawyers, guns, and money. No offense, but BFD. No, lawyers, guns, and money might be one of the best fucking songs ever. It's up there. I think it's Rock so. Rock and Roll fun. Hall of Fame, though, for one song. It's, oh, it's fucking keep me in your heart for a while. I cry every time that fucking song comes on. Stop it. Uh, and number one, John Coltrane. It seems like we should let John fucking Coltrane into the goddamn music hall of fame. So just so we don't, so we don't have to deal with this list anymore. Yeah, just it's fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consequences Sound is such shit. They're one of these fucking sites that try so hard to be like indie music fucking people. Like, look how cool we are. We put television and Bjork on our list. Fuck off, Bjork. <laughs> I mean, did I tell you about that time? I told you about Bjork in the airport. No, were you the reporter she punched? No, in in college, I I worked in the airport, and um, one of the airlines that I worked for British Airways, but one of the airlines that they handled was Icelandic Air. She's from Iceland, right. and she fucking comes walking through the terminal. She's wearing Eskimo, uh, not Eskimo, elf shoes with like they curled mm -hmm. and had little bells on them. Excellent. Just walking through. This was pre nine eleven, so like you do. This was the weird ass shit people were getting away with. You could bring your your bell clad shoes on the plane, and it wasn't a problem. No big deal. Elf shoes are all good. All right. Was she yeah. flying regular uh, commercial commercial plane? Icelandic Air. I don't. I don't. Not too many private jets are going over there. Nobody wants to fucking go over there. It's fucking Iceland. Iceland's nice though. That's what they I say. Understand. I don't know. Don't buy it, Frank. All right. Don't buy into it. Um. Is that the show? And that's it. Trying to see if there's any good comments I missed because I've been sleeping on the comments. Um, comments in there from a lot of our wow, a lot of our uh, members. Look at this, all Paul and Raven. Yeah, hanging in there. Cheryl Crow's a gun control activist. Maybe that's why she's not in. Oh, is, is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame controlled by the NRA? Is that what's going on? Well, that's why they say Warren Zevon's not getting in because uh, Jan Wenner fucking hates him. So he's been like keeping him out all these years. But they said the same thing about Bon Jovi, that he fucking hated Bon Jovi. And that's why he wouldn't let Bon Jovi in for years. Man, so it has nothing to do with who you are or how talented you are. It's if the guy running the thing likes you. Yeah. And you're, then you're in the whole thing. I have not heard of H.I.M. Oh, him? Him. Yeah, that, that, they're like a metal band. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Oh, Lose Frankie see that? Oh, there he is. A second. I'm back. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of them. All right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else? I'm good over here. If you're if you haven't already, become a member, just like Paul and Raven and uh the rest of the gang. Appreciate it. Hit the join thing below. And uh check out the different levels of uh of membership it helps us out keeps us on the air keeps us going also check out our merchandise We've got a lot of 
Anthony on Air merchandise up for sale. We gotta put some new merch up for sale. It's been a we while. Some new merch, yeah. It's been a while yeah. since we stocked it. But there's all classic stuff in there. There's uh, Gahed. There's Viola. That's what she said. I gotta charge my phone. All those things are up there. Check them out. Gahed. That's what she said. That's what she said. Yes. <clears throat> Lots of good ones in there. Yes. Uh, well done, sir. Thanks to Puffy for joining us. I liked having Puffy on. That was fun. Anytime we do a food thing, I think we got to bring him back. Yes. He's one of my favorite people in the radio business. It's like him and three other people. I don't think I'm one of them. No, you're not. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, he was good, though. I, I, it was good seeing Puffy again. And it makes me hungry. I don't know what it is about seeing that man. I just get, I'm starving over here. It's just, I want to go to the mall and go to the food court. And just grab a little of everything. Potato salad. So good. So good. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. We'll see you guys at the food court.